Hello and welcome to QIC's Investor Podcast. I'm Craig Valenzuela, Managing Director of Global Business Development at QIC. In our last episode, we spoke to liquidity generating ideas during the initial market volatility that we saw from COVID-19. What we've seen since then is really swift and extensive central bank and fiscal responses to the pandemic. So today, I thought we could focus on cash options that our investors can look towards. Joining me today is Paul Nicholson, who is the Director of Absolute Return and Fixed Income in our Liquid Markets Group. Welcome, Paul. Thanks, Craig. Great to be here. Mate, uh, I wanted to quickly just go through your your role at QIC and potentially given that we have introduced this idea of cash being our topic for today, allowing our audience to understand uh, your experience and uh, credentials when it comes to cash management. Yeah, thanks very much, Craig. So I'm I'm originally um, from Northern Ireland. Uh, I started off uh, in London in the big smoke, as we call it, um, back in 2000. So I've been doing this about 20 years. And um, so that was the original sort of absolute return fund space that we started in. And um, back then it was really um, uh, bank corporates versus governments, fixed versus floating. Uh, so it was very... Uh, basic level. So we've come on a little bit since then. Uh, I've worked quite broad geographically. So I've been in London, as I mentioned, I've worked in Hong Kong, Switzerland, and now I'm based here in Brisbane, where it's a a wonderful Friday afternoon. And essentially, my team runs all of the cash and cash alternative strategies. So the cash plus strategies. Thanks, Paul. Excellent. Uh, I mentioned at the start the impact of COVID, uh, and particularly in our local economy, but can you provide us a little bit of a summary of the monetary responses that uh, you've seen so far and the impact this has had on not only the RBA rates, but also some of the cash rates that investors can uh, can access? Yeah, the, the, the word unprecedented gets thrown around a lot, but it really is a rather strong truth in this market. If you look at it globally, the Federal Reserve in America, the ECB in Europe, they don't talk in billion dollars of quantitative easing programs anymore. We're talking trillions of dollars. And, you know, even this morning, the Bank of Japan, they actually announced that they're looking at unlimited bond buying program, which is, you know, they're really just coming in line with the European and and American counterparts, but these are are massive uh, changes. And really what the central banks globally have done is taken that GFC 2008 playbook and they've taken out a more aggressive version of it and a more swift version of it. And I think that's been necessary. Um, There's no difference between that and what we're doing here in, in Australia. Uh, As of March, 2020, the RBA reacted uh, rather swiftly, uh, perhaps not as swift as most would have wanted, but um, certainly uh, the three main factors that they did was they cut uh, interest rates down to 25 basis points. They introduced yield curve control, particularly at the short end uh, of the curve. And they also, you know, in order to make sure that the plumbing was working, the repo facilities and liquidity funds that they introduced were quite substantial. So I suppose the, some of the topics you're introducing here is really yield curve control. And we heard recently that the RBA hit around $85 billion in balances uh, uh, held with their accounts, whereas prior to the COVID period, uh, we understand that the average balance was just $5 billion. 
with so much cash sitting on the sidelines, Paul, and investors experiencing um, lower rates of return, as you described, can you take us through the balancing act that many investors are having to now undertake? Yes. Um, if, if one had to use one word to describe the COVID-19 crisis and its effects on global financial markets, it's definitely going to be liquidity. Um, liquidity had to be raised very quickly for all a manner of um, uh, reasons from, from capital markets, but more importantly, through from working capital and operational needs for many of the pension funds and uh, strategies that, that people run. And with that liquidity um, and yield curve control, uh, what that dynamic has meant is that many of the cash instruments that would normally uh, be used in such an scenario have become very, very suppressed. So if you look at BBSW, which is the cash index here in Australia, uh, OAS, um, RBA, OCR, uh, we're all at very, very suppressed levels. So for example, the cash index at the moment here in Australia is currently at 11 and a half basis points as of today. And uh, so it's essentially been a crowding out effect. As liquidity has ballooned very, very, very aggressively and there's been lots of liquidity raised there's been a wash of cash, and essentially what that's done is suppressed yields right down, verging on zero. So, Paul, we know that liquidity is a primary objective at the moment for all kinds of investors. Uh, if you're a in cash investor at the moment, you're experiencing a low interest rate environment and you want to retain that liquidity. What are some of the options you have with regards to meeting member needs uh, in the case of a superannuation fund or meeting those funding needs in the case of a corporate, uh, corporate a corporation rather? It, it's a great question. I think it's going to be one that's, that's not going to go away very quickly. I think it's going to be around for, for quite some time. Normally, uh, as cash investors, we have a number of avenues open to us. And in a simplistic world, that means we can increase the time that we lend. So the problem is there, of course, we lock up our capital for longer. So instead of locking for a daily at the bank, we put it away for a site deposit of one week or a term deposit of a month or three months. The problem there is we can't access that liquidity as and when we want on a daily basis. So therefore, finding that balance is very important. The other option that they have, of course, is to reduce the liquidity or the, the credit quality of those investments. And at this point, that's not always the appetite that most investors have. So it's really, uh, it's really being able to, to find the balance between those, being able to find the balance between cash at hand, true liquidity, and some balance of yield-seeking uh, investments on the other hand. So, Paul, can I just drill down a little bit further around that idea around cash managers and cash management? What are some of the biggest challenges that a cash manager might be facing at the moment? It's, it's, it's a great question, Craig. Um, with cash yields at 11.5 basis points, the daily probability of negative returns has increased quite massively, Craig. Uh, so essentially, if you've got a cash index that's yielding 11.5 basis points, in order for us to experience a negative daily loss within that cash holding, yields only have to go up by 0.2 of a basis point. And that's essentially what it is. The break-evens have become very, very challenging and the income is not being your cushion anymore. So to give you a concept on that, back in 2018, your break-even every day 
was four over four basis points. Even Christmas last year, it was nearly two basis points. Today, it's 0.2. So in other words, all of that cushioning effect from income uh, has dissipated through yield curve control, through neg- uh, interest rates converging on zero. And that's really going to be the biggest challenge for cash investors, balancing up that liquidity, which is paying very, very li- limited amount of income and has an increased chance of negative rates versus those sort of yield-seeking strategies. So one of the new norms in our current environment, Paul, after what seemed like many years of uh, disappearing is market volatility. What are some of the ways that investors can navigate these risks and at the same time achieve higher yields, but in a more predictable manner? Yeah, no, this we've you and I have talked about many times, Craig. You know, in in the pursuit of higher incomes, so many investors have, have reduced their liquidity, and that's left them a little bit more open to drawdowns and, and greater unpredictability than perhaps they would they would appreciate would have been the case. Uh, the vast majority of time, situations like that tend to come through stress periods in economic or, or financial markets, and the key for us is is if you're investing in, in cash at the moment, it's really to be quite uh, in, a, in a flexible approach, in a very liquid approach, but also more importantly, in a coherent whole of fund approach. And, and what I mean by that is that any solution on cash at the moment needs to be uh, adaptable. Uh, cash and liquidity will sometimes be traded at a premium, sometimes be traded at a discount. Right now, Liquidity is king. That's where everybody wants to be. But that will change. You know, those appetites will change, you know, and, and in time, people will seek more yield enhancing strategies. And I think that is really, if anybody's offering a cash solution, that's where the flexibility that needs to be uh, added on top and offered on top. Thanks very much, Paul, for sharing your insights today. It's, it's really fascinating. There's little doubt the cash is obviously king presently and with the present demand for liquidity there are some important opportunities to improve the yield achieved for all investors if you would like to learn more about our dynamic cash solutions please reach out to your qic relationship manager thank you for listening please look out for our next podcast and have a great day ahead